Welcome to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the diet and love yourself healthy, you've come to the right place. I'm Holly Braddock, a registered nutritionist, and I help women just like you learn how to nourish their body and mind for optimal health so they can crush those goals. Using intuitive eating and prioritizing self-care, we work together to create deep healing and build a healthy lifestyle that lasts. Hey guys, welcome to episode 31 of the Mindful Vitality podcast. Today I'm interviewing Emily and she is a personal development coach. She helps busy moms get out of the overwhelm and she helps them connect with their desires, break up the rule, break up with rules, ditch guilt and overwhelm and create a life that they love. She believes in reviving the women we are inside so we can be the moms we want to be without guilt, overwhelm or exhaustion. Emily offers one-on-one coaching services to transform women's beliefs in themselves and what's possible, encouraging them to go for their big life without guilt or apology. Is that about sum it up, Emily? Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, So I have some questions for you. So how exactly do you transform women from the inside out? Well, we as women usually learn a whole lot about what it means to be a woman, to be a mom from the outside world. And we automatically usually adopt those beliefs without even stopping to think about them. They kind of just, we kind of take them on without even really realizing it or asking if they're true for us. And so a lot of times those beliefs end up shaping our expectations about who we should be, how we should be, how we should behave. And we structure our life around them. Yeah. What I help women do is to figure out what rules they're living by. Why are they doing what they're doing? What do they believe that maybe they don't even realize they believe? And how can we start transforming those into more true, empowering ways of thinking? How can we start letting go of these unrealistic expectations? These mm-hmm. How can we stop attaching our worth and value to things external to us, to our looks, to our achievements, to yes. our relationship status, all of those things. And when we make those changes on the inside, it's going to not only make us happier and more grounded, more connected, but it's going to start trickling over into the rest of our life. And so mm-hmm. I believe that the internal work inspires the outer change. And that's really what I help my clients do to really take a look at what they're doing, what they're believing, how they're, where they're operating from, what stories they tell themselves, and then make sure that they are real. Most of the time they're not, most of the time they're lies and figuring out exactly what they do believe, what they do want and let that lead them towards real change. So just kind of dig deep and figure out like who their authentic self is and I guess like working on their mindset, right? So kind of dispelling the the lies they tell themselves that they may have internalized from maybe childhood or some, you know, life experiences in the workplace or relationships or things like that. Mm -hmm. And like kind of challenging them and and changing their, like, is that really true? And changing their perspective on how they see themselves. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. All about the mindset because, you know, I think so many of us, for me personally, even this was a big part of my own journey is we don't even realize it. We think like, I, I'm my own person. I make my own decisions. I know what's valuable to me. And so we don't even realize that most of the things we believe we never 
really thought about. We see the world a lot of times in black and white, good and bad, right and wrong, and we kind of navigate based on those markers. But the truth is, is most of the rules we live by are simply other people's opinions. Yeah. Often yeah. not even our own. And so it's really becoming aware. And they're really insidious. They're really, I think of them like cockroaches. You might be aware of one or two, but there's usually like a whole bunch more hiding that you don't even realize. Yeah. Ways that we let them make, guide all of our decisions, it's, it's really powerful. And so understanding our beliefs, making sure they're true for us and really empowering instead of holding us back is the key to making any kind of change, whether it's you know, weight loss, whether it's um, making new lifestyle choices, getting a new job, finding love, being a mother, be like all of it is connected to our mindset. Yeah, I definitely see that a lot with my clients in clinic. I feel like people often, especially with the whole diet mentality, like I'm very anti-diet because I feel like it creates such a negative mindset that's like, oh, I'm doing so well, I'm doing so well. And then it's like, they have a cheat day or they fall off the wagon or something. And I'm doing air quotes here because like, I don't believe that should be a, a way that they function. It shouldn't have to be like that because then they feel guilty after. And it's just like this negative cycle, yep. this negative mindset of like beating yourself up because you think you're a failure because you couldn't stick to like keto or some ridiculously strict diet. Right. right. So I think that's so key. And then too, especially for moms, I feel like um, with all this stuff on social media and you, sometimes you see these like perfect accounts, this person looks like they do it all and they have it all. And they're like the perfect mom and, and businesswoman or whatever. It's like, you can't keep comparing yourself to that and mm -hmm. like comparing yourself to other people. And like they, just cause it looks like they have a perfect life doesn't mean they actually do have a perfect life. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Comparison is the thief of joy. I believe that firmly. But I also think there are some, you know, we have to keep in mind, like you said, obviously it's a small snippet of their lives. It's their highlight reel. And we're all kind of, you know, guilty of it, of sharing kind of 20% of really, you know, what we're really experiencing in our lives. But there's something really important there that I want women to take away from this is, is you talked about comparison and all that. And it's, it's true. It's terrible to compare ourselves, but it's also a great tool to pay attention to mm -hmm. when we can follow our jealousy because often our jealousy or I like to say our like irrational responses to certain people on social yeah. media is a great indicator to what we are not doing or allowing ourselves to do in our own lives that we wish we were. So it often shows up as really snarky, like who does she think she is or must yeah. be nice or like we get really, really mean. Our kind of mean girl comes out, even if it's just our own head. But as much as we should obviously avoid casting judgments and everything, that like irrational reaction in us, use it as an alarm system to say, wait a minute, I'm being really unreasonable here. What about this person is triggering me? Yeah. What is this person doing that I'm not doing? What is this person? Uh, and it might not be literally like they're, let's say, running a marathon. And it's not necessarily that you should be running a marathon, but maybe it's that they're really pushing themselves to do something big. Mm. Or, you know, maybe it's they're not afraid to show up as themselves. Like, let yourself follow that jealousy. It's so telling if you, if you pay attention to it and yeah. also realize it's all about you. It has nothing to do with them. Which oh, for sure. Inversely then there is, if you feel judged, if you feel criticism from other people, remind yourself it has nothing to do with you. We know this, but let's remember it. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of moms, um, what do you think is the biggest obstacle for moms in like making time for themselves? 
You know, I think the biggest thing, um, and there's probably definitely, well, there's guilt is, is probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, one of the things that you talked about specifically with like the diet culture, I think is another problem for moms is this all or nothing mentality yes. that we fall into. So like, if I don't have time for like a spa day or like a three hour, like brunch with my girlfriends, yeah. then I can't do anything. And so, um, making time for yourself is really about slowing down enough to recharge and get what you need in order to go forth in the world with energy and enthusiasm and not be so burnt out and crabby and resentful and just exhausted. So some seasons of our life do not leave a lot of space for that. There's just a reality, like newborn, sleeping, sick, sick kids, you know, rough, like busy sports with the kids, whatever. So the key is having a mindset of making space for yourself in your own life, even if that's taking an extra three minutes after your shower to put on like the really good lotion instead of like yeah. the crappy kind or slowing down enough to taste your food. Like oh, it's yeah. just making the intentional mindset shift to prioritize yourself amidst your busy life, to take mm-hmm. what you need to be present, to enjoy it and to really let yourself have needs and wants. We often feel guilty. Like we should be these super machines who never yeah. need anything. And getting past the guilt of that, knowing you're human and it's okay to have wants and needs and you're going to be a better mother when you make space to take care of yourself. Yeah. I was just going to say that. It's like, I say that a lot on social too about, you know, obviously the whole idea of filling up your cup so that Mm -hmm. you want to be the best mother and employee or entrepreneur or like daughter, sister, friend, anything. Right. But if you can't take care of yourself, then you can't bring your best self to those relationships and those commitments. So think and we of it as ourselves into thinking yeah. we can, like that's the dangerous part is like, well, we're, we're, we're strong enough. We're tough enough. Like we don't need like self cares for weak women. Like I don't have time for that. Right. We tell ourselves these lies about that. And it's honestly not true. So just because you can push through with your teeth, like gritted and everything doesn't mean you should. Yeah. You're not doing it better. You're not actually, showing up in your family the way you want to if you're just really resentful and crabby because you're tired you're not having leading an example for your kids if you're really just like burnout and going through the motions with a crappy attitude like just because you can doesn't mean you should it really is better to take care of yourself first yeah and i say that a lot too with like um as an entrepreneur and i'm sure you are too like kind of surrounded by a lot of other successful and like women entrepreneurs especially in the online space and i feel like Um, we're all trying to be so productive all the time. We have so many things to do, but I'm trying to make it clear that like the more you take time for yourself, the more productive you can be. So yes, after you take an hour for yourself, you have an hour less to work on stuff, but in the same time, you're going to be more productive in that shorter time span. Yes. And it's also not just about products. I mean, I totally agree with that, but a step further is, so we have like masculine and feminine energies all about us and how we tackle our work and our parenting. And especially in entrepreneurs, we really feel like the masculine, like do put your head down, like dive in, do all the things. Yeah. feel like that's the key to success. And well, of course that's part of it. Taking a space to step out of that and like slow down to receive, whether it's inspiration, new ideas, to have that clear space. It's about taking space to really like connect and open yourself up. That is actually, I mean, yes, you're going to be recharged and have productivity, but then you're also, you're going to have more clarity. You're going to have more creativity. Your creative juices are going to start flowing your inspiration. If you go for a walk, right, you're going to see things in nature. You're going to be connected to yourself more like that is going to make 
you're not only more productive, but what you're doing richer and better and easier. You're going to be able to get in that flow state. And so don't be afraid of that stepping back. It's actually in, on so many levels, so much, just so beneficial to getting you moving forward, doing what you want to do, achieving all of, all of your goals. Yeah. It's a balance of those two. And especially in terms of mental health too, I find yeah. like if I can't function, like I can't write or produce content because I am not feeling myself. It's like, I know if I go to the gym or I spend time with a friend or whatever it is to make myself feel better like that, it'll be that much easier to come back and be refreshed and like be in the right mindset to work on my business. So you're ready to start your healing journey, but there's so much confusing health info out there these days. How do you know who to trust or what to try? I've got you. Inside the exclusive Hustle & Grow community, I bring you science-based nutrition tips that you can trust. You get to connect with other women who are just like you and who are ready to optimize their health in order to reach their goals. We talk about everything from poop to periods, brain fog, and boosting energy. Most importantly though, I built this group to be a safe, welcoming space for women to open up about any health problem they have and to support each other through life's ups and downs. If you're ready to hustle and grow into your best self, then join us and start your healing journey today. Absolutely. Or whatever it may be for you, if they're, you know, in terms of parenting or. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think, or what do you want moms to know about going for their big dreams? Well, so I believe in being really unreasonable and it's such a, it's just a more fun way to live. We are, we live in these boxes about, we use our tiny little brains and we say like, well, that's not possible. This isn't possible. I couldn't possibly, that's not for me. Well, that's okay for her, but I could never like, we live in this place of really limited views. And so I love to challenge women to break that open. We are taught to ignore what we want that we shouldn't even have wants and needs, especially as mothers. And I believe the opposite. I believe that when you learn to get really clear about what you want without judgment, without guilt, without, oh, that's silly or that's frivolous or that's selfish. Mm -hmm. And you allow yourself to go for that thing, even if it seems like unrealistic or silly, that is when you start tapping in to the potential of your life. That is where you find your life purpose. That is where you find everything you're looking for. Mm -hmm. By letting yourself believe it's something bigger than yourself is there for you and that it actually is available. Now, we don't have to know the hows. That's where we trick ourselves up. We think that if we can't see how to get from where we are to where to this big dream, then it's not possible. Mm -hmm. That is so beyond our pay grade. Like We don't have to figure it all out. As successful driven women we tend to, we think that way because that's how yeah. society rewards us but again that's the masculine perspective that's i'm going to just nose down do it and make it happen versus i trust that because this is a true desire that that is for me that all i have to do is believe in it and start following i call them divine breadcrumbs which will show yeah. me the next step and then the next step will reveal itself and as long as i'm taking forward motion the path will will reveal itself along the way. And I have personally seen this in, in myself and so many of my clients. And it's really about trust. And it's it's hard for us to get past 
what our, again, our tiny brains can fathom. But the minute we decide there's more beyond what we can understand, we now have access to more than we can understand. And let's face it, we don't know everything. We're pretty smart, yeah. <laughs> but so much more available to us when we start believing in really unreasonable things. Yeah, I feel like from what I've read, a lot of it has to do with, like you said, and the words that I've usually seen, it's like, trust the universe. I, for me, as like a science person, that always sounded so woo-woo, but mm -hmm. it's true. It's just, or whatever your higher belief is, like for me, it's just trusting the universe, trusting that like I will get there. I just, and I don't have to have this plan of like step one, step two, step three. It's like, like you said, follow the breadcrumbs. Like it will be revealed to you which direction you should go. If you're feeling lost, that means you need to take a moment to recenter yourself and get clear on what your goal is and just trying to focus on bringing that energy into your life. And it doesn't, you know, like if, if the spiritual piece, like is, is sometimes hard for some people don't think, and I don't, it doesn't have to be about God. It can be like whatever feels right for you. But if that piece is still like a little uncomfortable, think of it as just trusting in yourself in yeah. your own intuition and your own internal ability to sort of figure things out. Like think of it as a scientific process, right? Like it's just, information you need information to make more information so i always tell my clients like you're trying to we're, we're control freaks right most yeah. <laughs> of us type a successful driven women so we see a goal and we or we have a goal and we want to like attain it it's out here in the future we try to make a plan to get from here to there even if we let's say it's a plan we can see i don't believe in setting i believe in dreaming of the future but i don't believe in setting really really far out goals because the truth is you have if you're doing the, the work the real mindset work and you're doing the things like you don't even know who you're going to be six months from now or a year. from now. So why would you try to create a life that you have no idea what's going to change, what new information, what like things will fall out of the clear sky. So it's, it's kind of exciting if you can be brave enough to step into it of like, I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. But I know I'm just going to walk in this direction. And if I quote fail, which we have got to get over our fear of failure, we're just that much closer. We have more information. Now we can keep going and it's not tied to our worth. It's okay to mess up. We're so scared of doing it wrong, looking bad, being a fool. Like, so we'd rather stay stuck and never go anywhere, do anything, make any big changes, go for our lives because we're so afraid of the judgment and the criticism. And so we just stay, mm -hmm. stay small and we've got to push ourselves past that. Yeah, I definitely, I've had number of failures even within like my first year of business and like trying to figure out like what kind of events should I do what kind of people should I be targeting and what kind of specialization like how should I niche down and because there's so many nutritionists out there but and I have had quite a few failures and that I got to a point where they almost I almost let them like stop me from pursuing my dream but then I was like you know what and I was reading some of these personal development books and realizing like you said that those are, that's just showing me which direction to not go in. So now mm -hmm. I know exactly which direction to go in based on what I learned from each of those quote unquote failures. Right. And I, yeah. I tell myself, and this is hard one. I can't fail. I can't make a wrong decision because everything that happens is leading me and guiding me to where I'm supposed to go. If I choose to see it that way. Mm -hmm. So, well, I, of course I try to make the quote best decision, right decision. If, if I don't, I don't spend time beating myself up and say, oh, you should have done this. You should have done that. Like, that's where we just completely waste so much energy yeah. on the could have instead of being like, okay, great. I Now I have new knowledge. I'm going to move forward. Oh, I know that feel. Like, it's like what we teach our kids. I teach, like, I believe in letting kids have natural consequences. So, like, 
if you push your sister and then she smacks you, while we have like a no hitting house, yeah, maybe you need to learn that if you do this, that <laughs> this thing happens. So sometimes it's even negative. Like, oh, I, I did this thing and I kind of like hurt someone's feelings or I made somebody mad and like, now I know that. And this is good information. It's, it's all just information helping yeah. us to be wiser. And, you know, um, I love this quote and I'm probably going to butcher it because I, it's like experience comes uh, or wisdom comes from experience. Experience comes from making good choices and good choices come from making bad choices or something like that. So it's yeah. like, if you want wisdom, you're going to make bad choices along the way and just fail fast and keep moving. Yeah. I feel like, um, older people in my life that, are inspirational to me. They're the ones that have lived life in a, such a way where, you know, you can consider that they had a number of mm -hmm. failures or misdirections, but they learned such incredible lessons from that. And now they're able to pass that wisdom on to the younger generation. So it's yeah. actually an amazing gift to have that. It is. And I love thinking of our lives. Like we're so focused on like, again, this like right now, what we're doing, achieving, proving, showing the world. But if you think of your life as a story, like some picture your favorite book or your favorite movie, like your favorite fiction. It is a roller coaster, right? Like, and that character is like up and down, worst of times, bounces back. And the biggest triumphs, the most amazing, like underdog stories we love because they're not safe. They're not predictable. They're exciting. And if you yeah. can think of your life this way as like, oh, this is my big comeback or this is my like whatever. It's going to be that much more meaningful, that much more amazing. And if you were telling your grandkids or great grandkids one day all the things you did and all the failures, mm -hmm. it's all just like how much more exciting and interesting would your life be than just like, well, I stayed the straight and narrow. I did not mess up. I paid my taxes. Not that you shouldn't pay your taxes. But, you know, I did all the responsible <laughs> things. And you know what? Nothing bad happened to me. Like, yeah, that's boring. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I definitely, I actually have this like mental image of myself that I keep in my head of like me as an older lady, mm -hmm. speaking to my grandkids and like sharing my life story and then being like, wow, grandma, you live such a life. Like, yes. that's so it's cool. Yeah. And, like, and this is where I, I, I get like, so like the whole money is a whole separate conversation, but like we as women, I think we hoard money and we waste time. And we have to get better at realizing time is our most precious resource. We cannot get more of it. We can't get it back. We can invest it. And sometimes investing it means like wasting it by being getting recharged and doing things that are not quote productive, but we can invest it in ourselves. We can invest it in the things we love, or we can just sort of hoard it. And it, it's just, we have to be better about it. We just, we have to, it's our life. This is our one wild and precious life as Mary Oliver says. And I want to do something amazing with it, which is why I'm so committed to being really unreasonable. <laughs> I love that. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you could leave moms with one final word of wisdom, what would it be? I think the biggest thing for moms, and this is all women, but moms need to hear this the most, is that you matter. What you want and what you need matters. Again, that collective consciousness is like, mother is a role in the family that is sole purpose is to take care of and provide for everyone else. And while certainly mothering is part of it, we have got to change the way we think about that. The biggest compliment society can give a woman is that she's selfless. But then you wake up at 45 without a damn self and wonder why you don't know who you are and what you want and why you're so disconnected. 
we get busier and busier and busier and instead of slowing down and reflecting and asking the tough questions and doing the internal work we just start cutting away pieces of our lives as mothers we cut out date night we cut out time with friends we cut out self-care we cut out exercise we cut 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 and then we wake up feeling like robots and wonder why yeah we need to take care of ourselves and we need to listen to ourselves and prioritize ourselves and fight for ourselves to get what we need we are more than a mom and that is like my private facebook group is more than a mom because i want women to focus on the fact that yes you're a mother and yes that's an important role but it is still just a role mm -hmm. you are a woman first a mom second and you are so much more than any role you play because the truth is when we put our value and our identity into roles those can be taken from us at any time and who will we be and so let's start investing in ourselves while being great moms this isn't about not taking care of our kids or being horrible mothers it's about accepting that you can do both let's take a stand for the and as my mentor gina Dibby says it's not either or it's and you can be an amazing mom and have an awesome career you can have self-care and be at your kids practices yeah book homemade dinners and exercise like you can have it all but only if you're willing to stop playing by the rules that tell you what it has to look like you have to write your own rules. And mm -hmm. if you're willing to do that and face the potential side eye criticism, judgment from others, you know, do it differently. You can have it all and you can have it right now. Yeah. I think a lot of that is um, really good advice. And it's also about like kind of setting boundaries and being able to say no, right. It's a huge yes. part of it. Yes. Boundaries are so huge. And I work with so many moms on this because we feel it's like our obligation to say yes to everything like yes to everything our, like our kids want to be in a hundred activities and they're like of course i will never say no to you and yeah while i believe in having kids involved in stuff like it's okay to say you know what that puts too much strain on our family right now like i don't we don't need to live that like rushed all the time mm -hmm. we also make too many decisions out of fear i fear if um little bobby doesn't play t-ball when he's three months old he'll never get to play in high school so therefore yeah. we have to like do everything to insulate ourselves from any potential like we live again to way too far in the future. Bobby might not even like t-ball, baseball, you know, like yeah. let's make decisions today that are best for ourselves and our family today, instead of being 25 steps ahead of us, trying to insulate ourselves from pain or tragedy. We're, we're making ourselves crazy over it. Mm -hmm. Just say no to things you don't have. And honestly, like if you say yes to something that you don't want to, you're not living in integrity. You think exactly. it's the next thing to do to, um, agree to volunteer at this school thing that you really don't want to do if you don't really want to be there then it's your responsibility to be, say that and to be okay with it and to feel like it, it's all right for me not to do everything I can only do so much I'm human we we have to work on that as moms we have to be better say no it's it's an important skill and it's really necessary because every time you say no to something you're saying yes to something every time you say yes to something you say no to something else right so it's always a trade-off and we, we don't think that we think we can just jam more crap in yeah yeah at what cost <laughs> at what cost exactly yeah. yeah so thank you so much for joining me today i learned a lot and i hope everyone got some pearls of wisdom from the episode um do you want to uh, share with us where we can find you on social media yeah so the, the place i hang out the most is on instagram so it is um i believe karen underscore coaching and I go, I'm on there all the time. I go live most of the time. I do lots of free trainings. Um, you can also go to my website, emilykaren.com, and you can link to my Facebook group. You can sign up for a completely free, I call it a mama mindset makeover consultation. So if any of this resonates with you and you feel like 
yes, I need to get do that mindset work and figure out what these beliefs are holding me back. I offer that totally free call to see where you're at and how coaching might be right for you. And um, send me a message DM anytime on Instagram. That's probably the best place to find me. Awesome. And I'll share those links in the show notes as well. So thanks again for joining me. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was so fun. Yeah, thanks again. Have okay, a good thanks. one. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Hey, can I ask a quick favor? If you have two minutes to spare, can you leave me a rating and review in your podcast app? It helps spread the word so I can help as many people as possible on their healing journey. Stay tuned for a new episode next Monday. And as always, if you have any episode topic suggestions, slide into my DMs at mindful underscore vitality on Instagram and let me know. See you Monday.